Whether you're half human, half Time Lord, half Dalek, half and half, half and half, Hufflepuff, sick and gruff, that's enough. Welcome back to A Bad Case of Loving Who, where we've just finished season 9 of Doctor Who, and to talk about the finale, I'm joined by Chris. Hello, Chris. Hello. I'm Chris. And you're joined by a bird today, aren't you? Yes, there's a bird in the background, so... Do irony squawking. It's not me, it's not Thomas, it's a bird. <laughs> Usually. Yeah. Uh, but that's good. Maybe, you know, the bird will probably pipe in some interesting points yeah, on, maybe. Some, on the episode here. The episode, which is Hellbent, uh, which was directed again by Rachel Talale and written again by Stephen Moffat. Yep. And it begins. As always with the Stephen Moffat episode, uh, just where you don't expect. Yep. (laughs) Um, So we're in America and the Doctor arrives at this, um, at the, uh, what do you call it? The word's just gone from my head. At the diner. At the diner, yeah. The the same diner we saw at the start of season six. Yep. uh, Which... Do you know why it was the same... Why it was that diner? Um, isn't it revealed later in the episode? But is it? I... Like, I never understood why it was that diner. Was it the same diner just because it's now with TARDIS? Did the TARDIS model that diner on the diner on the other side of the hill? Or was the TARDIS that, um... Me and Clara now have at in season six. Right. I well, that is a possibility that they were in a, a TARDIS back in season six. Yeah. But uh, that's I don't know. Very weird to call back to that specific thing of all the like they could have made any locations in the past a TARDIS. I don't yeah. Know that one. Yeah. Hmm. But um, it's a nice location anyway, I guess. Um, Not the only location they've returned to in this episode. Indeed. Um, And there we've got um, in the diner Clara and the Doctor. And at first it seems like... um, It seems like possibly... uh, Wait, which way around is it? Um, It seems like Clara... Uh, might not know who the Doctor is at the, at the beginning. It kind of feels like that. And then, of course, later we realise it's the other way around. Yeah. The Doctor... This is probably one of my favourite things of the episode, s- straight at the start here, is the Doctor playing Clara's actual theme on his guitar. Uh, mm. Really cool. <laughs> Mixing that. Uh, and... And he says, it in, he says it himself. I believe it's called Clara. Indeed, <laughs> yes. Well, then, well, basically, we're on to Gallifrey, back uh, to where the last episode left off. And the Doctor visits, as you say, a location we've seen before, uh, that little farm barn where he was sleeping and Listen last season. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he, he visits there, and uh, the local folk who are 
very strange on Gallifrey. Do you understand how Gallifrey works here? Because um, the no. local folk all just seem a bit bit odd. <laughs> I still have no idea who that group of people are, and it did kind of seem a little bit important to know who they were, because they seem to be protecting the Doctor. So. Yeah, that's right. There's a lot of things, yeah, kind of assumed here, suddenly, like, that all the Gallifrey people think the Doctor is a great war hero and all of that, and they kind of look up to him. Now, was it just me, or does the Doctor not speak for about five minutes of this episode in that part? Yeah, totally. At least five minutes. Yeah, I was, uh, was waiting for him to open his mouth and say something, but this never happened. That's right. He's just gone into this brooding. Mm. And they seem to explain a lot of the Doctor's attitudes in this episode in that um, the last episode he spent, whatever it was, four billion yeah. years in in that... Um, in that in puzzle, but um, yeah, but uh, I don't know. I, I didn't. I didn't know they'd um, they'd look at it that way. Where because he was only really spending a day, kind of over and over again in yeah. there, and but forgetting. But I they kind of played it in this episode, like he remembered it all as one big four billion year thing. I guess he would have known at that last. Um, point that it was four billion years, mm. but he shouldn't have remembered the other ones. So Bit odd, not what I expected. He certainly shouldn't have remembered doing it over and over again. He should mm. have known that's what he must have done, but remembering it. Uh, and in this first kind of ten minutes of the episode, which by the way, this first ten minutes of Hellbent uh, was probably actually my favourite bit and I was uh, very excited by it and thought this was going to be a huge brilliant episode. Yeah. Uh, went downhill from me after that. I thought but, it was um, something very different from the Doctor with the whole not speaking and talking bit. That's something we've never seen from the Doctor. So I was, like you say, very interested in where they would take this whole new Doctor, but just didn't quite go where it could have. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really cool to hear that little um, Doctor theme um, music from uh, that I think we haven't heard from season th since season three or four uh, when uh, with the Doctor on Gallifrey here and it was played uh, kind of with an alien kind of uh, instrument it sounded like alien theme it was a strange little use of that music I, I did not pick that up so well spotted or heard or Whatever. <laughs> Whatever the right word is. Yes, and uh, then, uh, well, the Doctor basically stands up to Rassilon and gets him sent off Gallifrey uh, because he blames him for 
whatever I guess all this time war well, stuff yeah, that yeah. went pretty and badly and any information about that yeah and even the person who says that the doctor hates him or blames him we've only heard it from her so we don't technically know exactly if that's what the doctor is thinking and then well the doctor basically uses um the the time lords and gallifrey uh as if his plan all along was just to use their technology of bringing clara back uh from her last moment yeah i did not know we were going to backtrack like this to um clara stuff i thought we were heading into a whole new territory and then we're back to this but clara's alive again i don't believe it yeah Uh, just clara will not die and even when she does die Doctor goes back to one millisecond before she dies. Yeah, her heart's not even beating anymore, but she's still in the show. (laughs) Does that mean she now can't die unless she goes back to that exact point? Maybe, yeah. She's probably... She's probably, like, as immortal as me. If she's mortal as well. Ay, ay, ay. Who isn't immortal these days? <laughs> oh, can someone just die? Well, on while we were on Gallifrey, there were a few more cool ideas thrown in. Not used at all, really, but mm. there's like those um, those wraith things that we see haunting yeah. the the dark place there, and the kind of uh, computer that the Doctor explains is where all of the Time Lords' consciousnesses yes, are see. saved when they died. That's an interesting concept. Yeah, I'm sure we'll very interesting out. concepts there with the ghosts of um, Gallifreyans and Time Lords um, protecting that, and then, the, as you said, the computer. Um, but that sort of interesting concept being unexplored Reminds me of, was it two weeks ago, when we saw the um, creature, well, species that could look backwards and forwards in time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, maybe yeah. Three, three, four seasons. Yeah, a lot of things thrown in, not really used at all in any way in this episode. Uh, and then... So uh, the the Doctor and Clara escape in an original TARDIS, which it was very cool to see this uh, original design, Indeed. which is, it's it's still just, it looks really good, you know, it even in high definition nowadays, full colour, it still looks like an amazing TARDIS. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Although they did put in a few um, newish technology with the um screen though i think they had something similar in the original right yeah i'm not sure like the um whole kind of glass room yeah yeah that they've got yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. i don't remember that in the past yeah uh and then they're just the doctor and clara are running around through time and the doctor doesn't seem to know what he's doing he's just scrambling around trying to maybe this will make your heart start again yeah and go to the end of the universe Mm. and all of this uh 
I, uh, that's one of my main problems with this episode is I really don't know what the doctor's doing, what he's thinking, what is his plan here. Don't know. Yeah. It doesn't seem to have one. And in the end, he sort of just gives up and, yeah, gives up and decides the only plan is sort of to kill someone, in a way. Maybe if they had actually uh, pointed out more directly or explained that the Doctor doesn't have a plan and he's just flailing around, then I would have enjoyed it more. But as it was, I just wasn't sure what they were doing, (laughs) what they were trying to go for. Um, I can understand what they were trying to do, but it didn't seem like the Doctor had any real confidence that it would work. And then they get to the end of time, um, or the end of the universe, and find and find me slash a shielder again and again they have a little chat yep about the hybrid some and yep, all the, the stuff that, that they need to chat about because we don't know what's going on uh and yeah the hybrid so hmm. oh the hybrid stuff yeah is bizarre and never really explained well they just Um, give theories but no answer yeah that's right there's the theory that the doctor's the hybrid which makes could make sense easily uh especially if they use um the way that the eighth doctor's movie has um mentions that the doctor might be half human Mm. half time lord um so like they could have easily used that and made the Doctor the hybrid. Yeah. And yeah, Shilda could be hybrid. Um, yeah. And uh, the Doctor and Clara together could be hybrid, which is seems like what me. they want to uh, believe, want us to kind of believe. At the yeah, end of yeah. The yeah. fact that Missy, another mention, finally... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not really sure why Missy came into things. Did you get that? No. Yeah, no. (laughs) I mean, I can understand why she would want to cause chaos. But that's just Missy. It's just the character. It's not really explaining why or how she did this. Well, so then... we head into this opposite of the end of Donna Noble's plotline. Yeah. Where they've got to... The Doctor thinks he's got to erase himself from Clara's memory, but then Clara reverses the polarity on that thing. Yeah. (laughs) Which, she's suddenly very good at some stuff in the TARDIS and with the sunglasses. She's quite good at using them. Yep. I guess she has been around forever. So. Yeah. But <laughs> um, impossible uh, when you think about it. Yeah. And so her and the doctor decide they'll still use the device and see what happens. Uh, one of them will lose their memory of the other one. Uh, a bit risky. Yes. But, but they, like it's that hybrid thing, they feel like they need to do it because mm. apparently they think they're the hybrid and they're dangerous to the universe. Yeah. Uh, mm. 
I don't, yeah, and I don't remember this being shown in, in any episodes, really. They haven't gone across the universe causing chaos. They've mostly well, been doing a yeah. fairly good job saving people. Because if the universe was to burst into chaos, it would be, um, like, exactly after the Doctor pulls her out of this time stream. So, they haven't really got an idea whether it's causing chaos at all. Oh, right. So, they think they might, from this point on, become a hybrid causing yes. chaos. Yes, and I think that's what it is. Huh. Yes, then it makes it, yes, strange still... Well, it's a very, um... It's a very roundabout way to make sure Clara doesn't die. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like... I'm surprised that she lives on after this. That does not... He, very surprised that she makes it through all this. Yeah. And keeps right. going. <laughs> I think you were saying before how we thought originally that Clara's memory had been wiped. And then it's only after they used the device that's revealed the Doctor's memory goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... Uh, was interesting to see the doctor um yeah lose this memory of of clara it's definitely unlike companion departures we've seen in the past there's never been one that i think really uh, uh is more negative for the doctor than the companion yeah and then we're back round to the opening and yep. Cla- uh, the Doctor visits Clara in the diner. The diner TARDIS. Yep. Diner TARDIS. <laughs> and so, from all this, this is what I gather. That the Doctor, even though he... Uh, even though Clara was wiped from his memory, he can still remember uh, pretty much everything they did together because of the emptiness in his head of all of those bits. And then uh, visiting Clara there in the diner allows him to put a face to the name. And in the end, he pretty much remembers her then again. Agreed? I think so. Um, But it doesn't sort of make sense. (laughs) Just to put it that way doesn't make sense. Yep. No. Yep. Comes back to that. Really? Yeah. Doesn't make sense. Because, um, <laughs> that... When Donna's mind was wiped, she had no recollection of the Doctor at all. Didn't even know... Uh, probably had... Well, do we even know if she had memory of um, her life before the Doctor? Uh, yeah, I think she basically just went back to exactly how it was before meeting the Doctor. Okay. So... Yeah. So the Doctor may have gone back to how he was before in that class? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. It was, it was a bit... Because he seems to was. remember Amy and Rory. Yeah. At least seem to get that. Yeah. And they... So he got that fairly easily, I'd say. So. In comparison to the Donna thing, I liked the 
dramatic thing of that if Donna uh, was reminded of the Doctor at all after that, her head would explode. Um, I thought that was cool, a way to keep it permanent. But uh, they just didn't use it here, and so just reversed on it a lot. Yeah. It made you wonder a bit why it ever had to happen. Mm. Yeah, well, I guess Donna did have the time vortex in her head. And that was not... <laughs> Things were pretty serious. Yeah. <laughs> Back then. That could not work <laughs> yeah. for a human head. So apparently it had mm-hmm. to go. Yeah. And then uh, Clara runs off with a shielder. Yeah. And they've got their own TARDIS flying off as a diner. Yep. Um, <laughs> but, having their own adventures. Yeah. Chameleon circuits never seem to work. Well, it's a whole other thing of how those two... Uh, learn how to fly a TARDIS, but, um, I, yeah, maybe that they're was, just, they that was they're just pushing enough buttons. Does a shielder know how to fly the TARDIS, or is it just flat? Because a shielder is definitely working on the chameleon circuit. Although, I think, didn't I see an instruction manual or some sort of booklet she was looking at? Oh. Don't remember that. That'd be good. So right. maybe it comes with an instruction manual. Mm. I'm always a bit surprised when anyone other than a Time Lord can fly a TARDIS, though. Um, without us having seen... I mean, it would have been cool to see something like uh, some training montages of the Doctor teaching Clara to fly the TARDIS or something. <laughs> that would have well, made yeah. it more believable. But certainly it looked like um, Clara and Ashura were... Um, definitely off on adventures himself. The Doctor, yeah, gets back into his TARDIS. Yep, the Doctor returns to the TARDIS, gets a new sonic screwdriver, and everyone was happy again. Damn. And this screwdriver looks funky. It does, actually. Very cool. Um, I want one. Um, but for the Doctor, it sort of seems like the reset button has been pressed, so yep. it seems like maybe now he can go back to being the doctor we knew um, with Tennant and Smith. Totally, yeah, that, that does excite me, that yeah, maybe there'll be less of the questioning so often uh, am I acting like the Doctor and all that? Maybe now he's just... He's the Doctor, and we don't have to keep questioning it. Well, this op- this episode overall, I was, yes, quite disappointed by um, overall. I really hoped they were going somewhere quite grand and impressive with a, some new stories and exploring Gallifrey, because they returned to Gallifrey finally, but then they wasted it, didn't really do anything with it. Uh... And even though, yeah, all the direction and acting I thought was all great, the just story is not happening. Yeah. What makes sense to me is that if, if last week's episode, if Heaven Sent is Stephen Moffat's kind of best style and best instincts as a writer, then Hell, Hell, Hell Bent is um, kind of his worst kind of stuff where it's just too many ideas that don't fit thrown in and not paid off um 
But yeah, what did you think of the episode as a whole? I like the sort of start of it, but the doctor's sort of gone mute. Um, not the dying bit. Um, just the doctor being mute and that where that could lead and take him. But thinking back on the episode and I don't actually remember anyone dying. Um, not to sound morbid or anything, but I want some death. Uh, so, yeah, there's like an episode in season one with um, Eccleston where, um, also written by Stephen Moffat. The Doctor dances from memory, and in that episode, the Doctor says, just this once everybody lives, and yeah, I feel that did work in that occasion, um, but in this occasion, I want someone to die, and it just didn't really have that edge to it from a um, sort of story perspective. There was no real conflict in that sort of sense. So I thought the episode as a whole just didn't quite work. So, um, but it did have, as you say, some interesting concepts, interesting characters, but that was never really explained. But with that being said, I am kind of looking forward to um, next season with the Doctor and of course Clara and the Shielder still moving around. Connection's been a bit dodgy there, um, but I heard some words you said, and most importantly, I heard you say something about you wish people died, and yeah. that pleases me, because I'm uh, I'm glad that your character at least has remained consistent and clear throughout this season. Yeah. Well, good, that is the main season. We'll be back soon with Christmas episode, just in a couple of weeks. Uh, but until then, where can I we must say them? that I do like the little bit we saw of the Christmas episode. Oh yeah, you're looking forward I'm to it. I'm sure you know exactly why. Are you uh, gonna I'm guess? Not sure. Come on, guess. Um. What was it? Um, the Sonic screwdriver? No. And it wasn't River's song either. Uh, oh, what? A decapitated head. Yeah, that's it. Why are you brewing? <laughs> I see. <laughs> I see. <laughs> well, until the decapitated head episode, uh, where can you be found on the internet? Um, I can be found. My random writings are at waitwhatsorry.com. Great. And I can be found at thomasmedina.com. Uh, and you can always email us at abcoflovingwho at gmail.com. And Chris, our last words are... Star Wars. This is the second time you've done a Star Wars one. It's a Doctor Who podcast. <laughs> <laughs>